0: Welcome to Scotch for Dummies. Tonight, we're going to be discussing Doers 15, The Monarch. We are also having an in-depth discussion of cast maturation, how wood affects the end product of whiskey. We're very happy to have you. Let's get started. What's up, guys? Hey, guys, it is Scotch for
1: Done. Guys, on the Scotch Journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase, I am Drew.
0: I'm Sean. I'm Mark, and I am Andrew. What a
1: cool show tonight, Sean.
0: Tonight we are going to be discussing our review this week of Dewar's 15-year-old The Monarch. The Monarch in this beautiful gold tin box. And then we're going to get uh, into
1: some pretty cool things about what is.
0: I believe Dr. Scotch will be stopping by to have a yeah. discussion
1: with us about Dr. Scotch will. Uh,
0: casks and aging and how all of that works. Um, I'm going to pour a quick pour of
2: this, uh, doers because I don't remember it as well as I probably should. I know
0: that I scored this higher than the three of you. Um, And so I'm interested to
3: get into it tonight and just to see how I feel about it this evening. But I enjoyed this class. Like, we're also going to get into an in-depth discussion on a two-part series that we got. So tonight's part one, right, guys? Part yep. one. Um, yep. And then next week will be part two. And let's go over the, the agenda of what we're going to cover in part one and part two so everybody knows what we're, what we're doing. Tonight, here. we are going to be talking about casks. So the wood that they're made out of and
0: the size and shape of the casks and how that what influences that. The, the maturation of whiskey. Yes. Next week we're going to be discussing what was in those casks prior to there being scotch in it mm-hmm. so and, and 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 how that affects things yeah and how first fill second fill third fill what that means yeah yep. what, and
2: what what that why would you use refill why would you use first fill those kind of things what you know what you get from that
0: and then toasting and charring and yes. how that affects it so yep. all of that is going to be on next week's show but tonight we're going to be discussing and it's a really interesting in-depth topic there's a lot of history involved in cask making in cooperages what they were used for initially why they were used for it yep. uh, i believe there's even a surface area discussion
3: there so uh, uh, do and, and honestly there's It'd a lot awesome. of innovation in this in that co- topic right mm-hmm. so if you think well, about and, it over and, the years
2: and you know the scotch whiskey association allowed mescal um, mezcal casks to come in to add in the last year yeah that, so that'll right. be more discussion on next next week's
0: episode so,
3: so. anyway back to the monarch
0: yeah so let's yeah. talk about our review a little bit um so do you remember we ranked it? The, I like rated three, two, a three, uh, and you guys all rated it a two. So it was like a
1: Um
0: And this is a about forty-five-dollar bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty common. I mean, it's doers. It's a blended whiskey. So you're looking at grain and malt.
3: Fifteen year though. It's got an age statement. It is. So a let's be clear years. about that.
1: Um, what everyone asked at one point. You know, we didn't talk too much about the year. Uh, and how does it compare to other fifteen-year-olds? I think the only thing we kind of really got into, honestly, is kind of the price about it. Yeah. I mean, what's the next price range for a fifteen-year-old? Seventy, mean, right? It's, it's At least. There. So if you're if you're talking um, from a fifteen-year perspective, price range, good luck finding anything that's going to beat this kind of uh, price right.
3: range. Sure. So if I were to just compare it on age 15 year olds the first thing that's jumping in my mind the first 15 that jumps in my mind is that glenfiddich solera yeah Ooh. okay and and i mean it's a good bottle no it, it, but, but it's not 45, but it's not $45. No, it's now not. on flavor i mean it's i don't think it's fair competition it no. doesn't stand to no. it no um but that glenfiddich 15 solera is all malt there's no grain whiskey in there right um it's not, fun it's so. It, to me, it's not really a fair competition or com- comparison. Even though no. it's a good question that everyone asks, you, you do need to address it. But I
0: don't, I don't find I don't this. Uh, you know, normally when you get into blended whiskeys, the, the first thing that I'm thinking is I'm going to taste the grain. Yeah, yeah and it's going to be predominant uh, unless we're drinking one of those older uh, expressions, yeah. like that Bell's. I don't get any of that grain. Right, mm-hmm. uh, but this one actually had. A lot more malt character up front. Um, it's got it's got nice sweet notes, oh, fruity and sugary um, and malty. And I just, I mean, it's a really enjoyable glass for me. We Ooh. did a review on Dimple Pinch. We There's
2: should look that
3: up. Good comment, uh, Alejandro. It, very good. Uh, so Dimple Pinch 15, he's saying around $15. Yep. And um, a very underrated scotch.
2: Yeah. And so Alejandro, can you go to our YouTube site and look up what our rankings were, real quick, on the Dimple Pitch, because sure, I, I might be able to do oh, that. Okay, so Mark can do that. I, I, yeah, I just want to. Uh, that's a. fair – We didn't talk through that. Yeah.
0: So I I rank this a three. Um, I mean, it's a nice glass for forty five bucks. A, I'm not I'm not arguing with it. I thought you gave a higher score, but no, I, don't I think know.
1: I think we have did Yeah, students. well, I'll
0: try. I'm I'll, pretty to the podcast, sure. So yeah, I listened to it when I was <laughs> when I was writing hey. our patron post.
3: I, all right, uh, so I'm going to look at our uh, rankings here. Yeah. Go ahead and look
2: it up. Yeah, so it's a, so if you want to go to our Facebook, you can pull up all our old rankings on different bottles. Um, they're not Facebook, our
0: website. and have that.
2: If
3: if they're up, they're up. Um, so let's see, it's probably about page eight.
0: Oh, yeah, I can see it. We don't put them on there. Anymore. Nope.
1: On Dimple
2: Pinch. All right.
3: No, I okay. got I, I got it. I'm close. I'm on <laughs> D E. So Dimple Pinch fifteen. Andrew gave it a two. If I go sideways, maybe I can see the whole thing. So yes, Dimple Pinch. Andrew was a two. Drew was a two five. Mark was a two five, and Sean was a two five for a combined score of two point three eight.
2: Almost the same. We so ranked it almost the same. same. About
3: the same, and this was in two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, so uh, years ago. I, I
1: like this duo. So it's it's, it's pretty good. It's it's nice. Oh, what was that? Two point three. Yeah, Zach said the same thing. Yep. Um, I like. I, I think for, for the price, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice ramp. Dude, yeah. you can
2: afford this bottle. You can share it. It's you're not going
0: to be ashamed of sharing it. Honestly, yeah. if you're a budget-conscious shopper and you're looking for <laughs> a bottle that's going to look nice on your bar, like, you know, this is a nice-looking bottle. Yeah. Like, the, the packaging is nice, the bottle looks nice, and you're looking for something that you can pour out <laughs> and not feel guilty about it.
2: Well, the cool thing is you have something like a SMWS bottle next to it, you know, maybe a whatever price bottle, and then somebody comes in and says, hey, I'd like something out of the." Gold can, I'm like, <laughs> all right, go right, right ahead. Your know, socks, <laughs> you. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, you can pour up to the top. Go yeah, much to be honest want. with you, though, I question the fact of how much would this bottle be if they didn't spend on this. I mean, I'm not saying go cheap enough, but that I that, don't, that's, I, that's I don't think that has much you to do it think because so? the, no. what
2: they're doing is they're pricing their bottles based on their core, the range, so it's going to be more expensive than the 12, sure, less expensive than the 18
3: and so we got to give uh, a little bit more but and let's also mention we did it on the review how much doers goes out in the united states uh like a more lot, than anyone
1: a lot like pretty much number one it is number, number, number one, one with, number
2: one scotch in
1: america
3: by volume by volume um you're going to find this in every bar you're going to find it uh well maybe not doers 15 you're going to find doers Dewar's, bar. White you're, you're going to find doers on every domestic flight yep. doers is, is going to be there um and let's give credit where credit is due. They just kicked ass in the, the whiskey competition, yeah, recently, uh, yeah. like what three weeks ago. Uh, Master Blender of the year again. Uh, yeah. I can't think of her name right off the but she. I mean, that, I think that's two years in a row. She's up in good yeah, things. Good you know, you can't discount that. Right. Um, it's a decent scotch for the price. That's for sure.
1: It's agreed. agreed. I, I think it's good. Yeah, I like it too. One thing I do want to sidetrack us for a second. You mentioned the the can is. There's all kinds of different marketing going out. You know, we saw with you know Game of Thrones, and McAllen we saw up there. Walker, McAllen, etc. Did you see? And maybe that might ruin the discussion of news about the new Johnny Walker paper bottle. Bags? Yes,
3: I saw it. Boy, I didn't even want to talk about it. That just
1: what the heck's going on? They gotta
3: you? do something, right? So they're making a is
0: that a carton? Essentially, uh, it's, it's it is a it's not a wax-based wax-coated No, but I don't it's, know it's, how it's, it's probably like a milk carton. That, well,
3: that's wax coated.
2: No,
0: oh, those
3: are dude. plastic coated. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I like to drink my scotch out of plastic. And I'm just saying, I, Johnny, come, <laughs> come on, on, man. Come on, <laughs> Just Johnny Walker, come, come on. on. You guys are trying to uh, – you guys are at the top of the mountain right now, and you're making decisions that are going to quickly put you – In the valley,
1: I think it's more of a political stunt or marketing stunt. I think you're right, it It has nothing to do with it. Is a green, any kind of yes, it's nothing to do with making there's a green marketing. It
0: it takes a lot of energy to ship a glass bottle across an ocean. So, if you can ship a paper carton that weighs a
3: fraction of that, (laughs) so uh, save yourself a lot of money. uh, You know how much money you saved. Half sales—that's what you say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, you know you, I'm, know you didn't save, Tara.
0: <laughs> I'm just yeah. telling it. I, I, I was I, even I listening uh, to to an interview uh, a few months McLeod. ago where they were talking about
1: uh, if thank they you, could yeah.
0: ship, thank you, ship the scotch to the countries where they were being consumed in bulk and bottle it there. Oh, ship to ship save, it overseas, yeah. because they're shipping the bottles in from someplace else. To fill up with scotch to ship back out to someplace else, yeah, and it was just a an awful lot of. I don't think the Estee Lauder that happens. Well, that's right. what they were talking about, but from a a conservation standpoint, it's a lot of energy to ship an empty bottle somewhere.
3: You know what I mean? I don't know. I kind of feel like that Tommy Boy quote. You know, you can stick your head up a bull's. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my God! Anyway, Doers the Monarch fifteen.
1: Uh, Did we de- have paint chips as a child? <laughs> Definitely.
2: Why? Well, he grew up in the region, so you know. I
0: I really think that it's worth going out and, and trying a bottle, and at forty five bucks, you can afford it. Yep. So,
2: absolutely.
3: There you absolutely, go. That's yeah. where we'll leave it. And and there's plenty of Doers in the uh, their core range. Yeah, so, I I
1: do, guess, so I guess I guess what it boils down to is 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 Doers uh, typically has the the lower shelf pricing going it on. Is. The fifteen doers is reasonably nice. It's reasonably priced for a fifteen year old. I think we all agreed that it's definitely a no-brainer. Go buy it. Yeah, it's an easy, drink. easy, easy sure. drinker.
3: Sure. Yep. I don't you know what? I don't think we talked about I don't see the fifteen monarch on the shelf everywhere. No, I don't. I think it's, it's 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 more rare. Yeah. It's a little bit more hard to find, but I you know, if you run across it for $35, 40 I mean, it's not it's not I have, bad to, I have to say though, I probably buy monkey shoulder over it. I really? think I would too. So I, I agree with you, and I'll, I'll disagree right now and say, you know what? Why I wouldn't is for variety. I got a bottle of Monkey Shoulder on the bar, um, and I think this is a nice, pleasant. So you pick this over the Monkey Shoulder? Right now. Today, sure. Okay. I got a bottle and I right have Monkey Shoulder right now. I mean. So, because um, I just want a little bit of variety. Someone comes over and they want to go through some scotches, I can give them a Monkey Shoulder, which is a blended malt. And then I can give them a Dewar's 15, which has a little grain in it. See if they know the difference. See if we can a talk about. It. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> talking about somebody that's know anything about. Scottie.
2: So 100 uh, pure mustard said, you know, doers is number one, but so is Budweiser.
3: Go to Europe. They drink Budweiser like it's going out of style. Well, it's, it's an, import. an import. import. Budweiser's an import. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. So I want to say hey to Keith. I see multiple man caves on. Yeah, well, he, he on. doesn't yeah. like. He doesn't like. Doors. he uh, doesn't like that okay that's fine so saying, i would hey, say so?
2: entry-level doors is better than entry-level jenny walker every day white label over red
3: over red yeah okay fine yeah that's uh, what I'm uh, i wouldn't uh, wash my uh, toilet uh, with red i mean no exactly <laughs>
0: all right let's get you back on track back yeah. on track <laughs> all right so our next topic tonight should we bring dr scotch in oh that clicked is, something is, is, is he, that dr uh, scotch
1: what is did a, you click, what? Why do you a put the. Uh, oh, like all right, now we can get
3: us All right. Well, that, that was a, um, that was a right. faux pas. We're go, so, should, we, should we bring Dr. Scott in like we to talk, gonna talk about this? We're thing. going to go we'll into the next topic anyway. so. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Let's we'll see if we can talk to him. Go.
3: Oh, my
2: bad.
1: Oh, look. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> it's all behind. The, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm naked. Oh boy! Perhaps we do a blind tasting. Oh, anyway,
3: it's awesome. <clears throat> Hang on, here he comes. Hey guys, what's going on, Doctor here. Yeah, hey, there we go. Doctor Dr. Dr. Hey, Doctor Scott. Hey, Dr. Scott. Right. We got we got to acknowledge Zach let's Andrews. Do for, let's do this first. We yeah. didn't yeah. see him yeah. on the Patreon well. show. Hopefully, we 21. see him later, but definitely here Big in studio. It's open. Hey Zach. Hey Zach. Yeah. How are you doing, my friend? You missed a you heck of welcome. a blind. Yeah. We had a did. really good blind challenge.
2: I was watching that in the in the wings here, and that was a good blind challenge.
3: Yeah. So talk to us, Doc Scott. What's right. on your mind So tonight? I understand
2: you guys want to talk about casks. We do the types of what you're using and Cheers how you do that.
3: So what it means?
2: What I mean, yeah. Why, right. why, so why, I, why are we talking? So about? I have come with my patented, often duplicated, never or often replicated, never duplicated whiteboard. You need to give Sweet. us an accent what you're talking about. Like. And so. <laughs> What we got here, we're going to talk a little bit about casks. You put up there by Mark and Sean. Yeah. Well, got mark, I got a mark on an. I may, have to go, go in front. To work so now it.
0: we can't see Doctor. We're Scott. <laughs> Scott go in front? We're all messing this up. Keep coming. Hi okay, guys. No. We're not, <laughs> that. <This> gonna <laughs> okay. Work. Bad idea. Go back a
2: little bit. So, oh, yeah. um, what we got here is a couple things. So, number one, barrels. Um, talk to me. It's all about, this. about the wood. Now, number one, let's talk about a barrel stave. So, if you look at a barrel stave. This is a this is a cross section of a barrel stave. And what you'll see are these lines running vertically through a barrel stave. Now they may be a little bit of an angle or they may be directly straight, but these are the the grains of the or the the tree rings of the or the rings of the tree, you know, the age age lines through it. Um these are really important that they're in this orientation because that allows the whiskey to penetrate the wood. So, stave is this way. Nope. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. So, okay. so what you're saying is so what I'm saying is these lines when you blow them up into a larger scale what you see here are the the age rings of the tree. This part here is the you know typically the the white hard portion of an oak of piece of oak. Nothing penetrates that. That's solid it it's impervious to water, it doesn't really have any have any impact. It's these these little dark dark rings here. These are full of the little all the little uh, capillaries that pull all the water up the tree. And so what you have here is a little sponge. These these dark uh, spots uh, spots on a on a ring are, the, are a sponge. And this is where the the whiskey penetrates through into that wood and it, and is able to extract the material out. It's where the so magic happens. That's where the magic happens. So I know there's a, a whiskey that um, that Andrew's fond of called the Star, and that that is uh, unique because the barrels they use have my, many more rings per inch than other barrels, ha, ha. So, so the more rings per inch, the more of these little sponges you have per stave, and so you get a lot more of that transmission of the wood flavor through the wood. Now, the key is, if you're a if you're a, um, a lumber guy trying to make these, how do you cut this log? You get this log, you cut this beautiful oak tree down. How do you cut this log to do that on every- There's graphic. On every single thing you can do. All right, so least, I think Dora and I are gonna have to switch sides here, because I gotta draw.
3: There's a graphic that Drew can pull up. Well, Get yeah, but this know. is okay. a lot more fun. Okay. <laughs> so what we've got here
2: is um, a log and we want to give me the mouse. Oh, we lost the <laughs> so you guys can see it, but we can't. Um, you want to cut this so you have, have this, these striations running through every every stage. So what you do is what's called a quarter cut. Now a quarter cut is more expensive and more difficult to do on wood. Normally, if you put this through a lumber yard, you want to slice it like this. So it's horizontally all the way across. Get great big wide boards. You're good to go. Very efficient. What you do with with these, if you're using them for a barrel, is you do quarter cut. So you cut the log straight down the center. Cut the log straight down the center. Vertically and and horizontally. So you've got a, a quarter. You've quartered the log. You can either cut it with a saw or you can split it depending on what you're doing. But then what you do is you start cutting your boards out of those. And so when you do that, then you start cutting vertically down, down like this, and and, and the people on podcasts are more difficult to see. So you're cutting vertically, and then you're cutting horizontally, and then you're cutting vertically, you're cutting horizontally to quarter out those pieces. And what you'll see is those pieces all have these lines running through, like running this. across the grain, very much like the barrel. And that's the most efficient way to do it. It's more expensive. It's more difficult to do but that's the only so you're, way you're to get,
1: you're maximizing the actual sponge effect exactly
2: you're trying to get those so, grades crossing going across yeah. the board
0: so you're trying to maximize the number of
3: capillaries in that stave exactly running in so that yeah so you see so you, so you know, have to cut it this yes. way consequently you can see a really good example of this in in high-end furniture like tables and old tables where you see quartered oak and you get this almost tiger effect in the wood and that's why yes. it's so expensive because you're wasting actually a lot of wood. I mean, yeah. So, the so cut for, so not for fine,
2: um, fine furniture, there's a there's an alternate cut where you're always doing a radial cut. So it's always, you know, right here they when get you get, a when bit you more get to out. the end. When you get the end, or when you do the radial cuts, it's completely you have that grain cutting through every board. Whereas if you do normal lumber, you cut them across, but then you get a lot of these boards here down, down at the bottom where you get a lot of horizontal running, and it, it wouldn't make it staves fine for lumber. Um but that's that's a different here. So but it's
3: not going to get any penetration of no, the whiskey you into the You'll ground. get no whiskey penetration. Before there. we get into your size, can we talk the quick difference between the American oak and a European oak?
2: What do you, what's your, well, uh, the that? rings,
3: the, the, how many, so uh, is there a difference between number of rings on an American oak and, and a European oak? I'm not aware an of that. An American oak grows a lot faster. It
2: depends on where you grow it, but generally probably that's correct.
3: And if it grows faster, you're going to have more rings. Is you that get, true? If it grows no.
2: faster, you have fewer rings because it go okay. thicker per year. Okay. So you have fewer rings per that's inch. down the I yeah. Excellent. Now there are places, um, you know, that's one thing about the um, the Glenmorangia star is they take oak growing on the north side of a slope. So it gets less sun and the it, it grows less per year. And so you get more of that, more of that kind of stuff. So that, that's something to consider. Now, I have one more graphic before I go. Uh, I know you're going to get into the size of the barrel. Yep. So if you want to get all this flavor out of the barrel, you want as much of the liquid exposed to that barrel as you can. And so surface area, or surface to volume ratio is really important for that. And what I've got here on the graphic on the bottom is different barrels. So I've got a 500 liter butt, uh, a, a 320 liter uh, puncheon, Punch you have a 200, roughly 240 liter hogshead, you've got a 200 liter American oak, and then you've got a, a 125 liter quarter cask, or I'm sorry, that's American barrel. Um, so those are the this kind of a standard barrel. But what you have on, on the, the right here is um, the surface vo- surface to volume ratio, and what your the higher the surface area to volume ratio, the more flavor you're going to get out of that barrel faster
0: because you're exposing more of the liquid to, to the wood. Barrel.
2: Exactly, the, the wood has more inner intimate contact with that uh, with the, li- the liquid and the wood have, have good contact. So if you're looking at a quarter cast, you have a relative surface area ratio of one point three. So that you know quarter casks i know Lefroy used quarter casks a lot of good wood influence in that whiskey and they've got good surface area if you use a a, a full butt a 500 liter butt that is down at 0.7 relative to, to so you're you know, getting
0: half of the exposure basically. exactly
2: Interesting. so so in that case you're going to expect less wood influence but you can age longer in that cask without over oaking it right so there's advantages and disadvantages if you want a quick you know, a finishing, you would do a quarter cask. You do something really small. You do it because that, that way you get that wood so it's quick. But if you want to eight if you want a 25-year-old whiskey, you better not put it in a quarter cask. Because
1: more flavoring, the smaller you go. And More so,
3: flavoring, smaller barrel. Right. So let's talk about that. These big guys, these 500s, these butts yeah. and these port pipes that yes. are just the same, similar size. What do they normally put in those? They put sherry, sherry. and port. Yeah. Right. And what do they want out of those? No, no wood influence that's true. right that's why they put them in huge barrels because the surface ratio is so low exactly And that's why they like
1: to finish in those to get those influences but they've got to create a crap load of bottles because right. right exactly yes, they and it they up. can
3: sit in there for a long time, a long time.
1: so you can put 12
2: 15 25 year uh, in a in a uh, port pipe and not really care because it's not gonna it's not gonna over
3: no, you so i would think knowledge.
1: i would think that you were you're you're equating definitely you're aging in here too to figure out year-wise too because if you want to the quicker like if you're a newer distillery you know you're probably looking at some yes. of the smaller cast to, to help produce faster tastes yes that that's the
2: ideal so if you're if you're a young distillery and you need to sell some whiskey to make some money you put them in a small barrel you get them out of three years and it may not be great but it's going to be much better than if you put it in a butt and waited three years. <laughs> Correct. Because you're not going to have any Because the butt's oh. going to force
1: you to wait longer. It is.
3: Hi, whiskey mystery. Yes.
1: Yeah,
2: so if you're want, if you intended to get a 30-year whiskey, you better put it in a butt because otherwise you're going to over oak. That's
3: very interesting. So good stuff. I, I'm actually glad you chose to draw this as opposed to put the graphic up because I have a better understanding of what oak is. Agreed. And this is really cool. I had no idea that the actual wood portions. Is impervious. That's why you make boats it's, out of that. It's essentially
2: impervious. I mean, it does. It It's so essentially, sure, sure. it goes into that sponge, and then it'll, it'll permeate a little bit into that. But that's, but that's not cre- that's but, not creating the flavor. that's it's not the,
3: cold. It, the, the the whiskey or the sherry or whatever you're trying to get into what doesn't get into the wood without these rinds running that way. Correct. Now next week I can talk about the the charring. You have that
2: layer of of, of uh, charring on top. Now you've got a carbon filter. But that's for next week
3: cool man <laughs> dr scotch you're the man dr. dude scotch drink to that guy all right appreciate, appreciate you talk to you later guys cheers, cheers. oh look at this maybe oh maybe uh- Oh my God, hey guys, Is Dr. Scotch here. What? <laughs> he
1: uh, Alejandro says, <laughs> you're does you're the shape enough. of the barrel
3: also affect the surface? Yes, volume it does. And, and absolutely, that's
0: an interesting question because that's the conversation. I was, I was intrigued, so I was reading up on all these different cask sizes and shapes, and there's a ton. Like, I mean, it's when you're reading about casks, it's the history of shipping yeah. liquids from one country to another. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the point. And there are different sizes based on what they're shipping. Just like you were just talking about the sherry and the port. Like they didn't want a whole lot of barrel influence. They just wanted to ship it from one place to another. And so it's big barrels. So you get very little influence and they're getting it from point A to point B. And then they're dumping all that liquid out into bottles or whatever you're putting it in. And then they've got this big barrel that they don't have anything to do with. And the scouts are like, well, you know what we could do? We could dump our whiskey in there. So I don't need to go buy a barrel, which is, you know, frugal and useful and you get better whiskey out of it. So why wouldn't you want to do it that way?
3: Unfortunately, on that topic, though, as technology comes around, they come around with these stainless steel shipping containers and stuff. And the sherry bodegas aren't coming off of their old casks because Well, they don't want wood influence. There are sherry bodegas that are using 300-year-old casks to mature their their wine in because they're not giving that up. The sherry and the
0: port, you know, the the things that they're actually aging them in at the bodega are not what they were shipping them in. So that, it's two different things. And so, you know, they would get the sherry ready. They'd put it in a barrel. The barrel's only function is transport. I mean, Literally, it's yep. it's not really there for anything else, so they're filling it up, they're putting it on a ship, sailing across the channel, gets right. to England, they offload it, they dump the liquid out, and then they've got this barrel. So, I was intrigued at the fact that port pipes and sherry butts are, are very similar in size, but they're different shape. They are. So, the port pipes are actually taller longer narrow, thinner narrower, narrower yeah. barrels but they hold roughly the same amount of of liquid um and so i was wondering you know i'm i'm that's thinking kind of that, that, that has has to, right and so that's an interesting i i mean port's a bigger bolder wine so it can probably hold up to that a little bit better i, I don't know if there's a historical uh, i didn't have time to really look it up to see why Historically, that so, would have been the shape that they went with. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's probably a reason for it, and it may be, you know, something that we need to get a Cooper on to talk about the shape of the barrel and why they did it that way. Um, so, if you
2: look at some of the comments, so Deself says he he's a big butt man. <laughs> there's a lot of those comments up, up above. Yeah, well,
3: Drew, you've actually got some some things that you can pull up uh, from from websites that we can uh, about sizes. Yep. And at least let's talk about size. So there's two yep. things we want to talk about in this conversation. It was the size and was in the, the, the type of wood. In the type of wood, right? Yep. So let's let's back up and I think type of wood is a shorter conversation. Yes. Yeah, it is. So I let's mean, get that out so of the way. So the
0: most common barrel that you're going to see is the yeah, American bourbon barrel.
3: American bourbon. barrel.
0: Because that right. barrel in the yeah. In the bourbon industry, you can only use that barrel once. One right? time, man. It's a one-time it's done, shot. Right? right. So once they're done aging, whatever bourbon has gone in that barrel for however long it's going to sit in there, that barrel can't be reused for bourbon. It can be reused for a lot of other things, but bourbon isn't one of them. Scotch so is. they nice. send a lot of those across the pond and they get, get used either as a bourbon barrel or as a hogshead, which is a redone barrel with those staves that's slightly larger right we'll right? get into that in a minute um, we'll talk
3: about the size and but, shape
0: so the bourbon barrel uh, you know it's what 200 liters so yeah. 53 52 53 gallons gallon, yeah. uh, so but, uh, it's a it's a decent sized barrel but it's manageable but it's american oak it's american american oak. oak and so that's it because of the american oak and what came in there before which we'll talk about next week but you get a lot of vanillas and and uh you know, it's
1: the caramels it and caramels and things yeah. like that
0: mm-hmm. versus the European oak where you're going to get a more spicy.
3: Right. Flavor. So one of the things that I read about in, in researching the the casks um, with those two different types of oak is that the American oak grows faster. It does. And, and I mean, to the point where they can harvest an American oak tree where they, um, at a point in time where they might have to let an American oak tree grow another 70 to 100 years before they get the same yield, European. oak? I mean, yeah, European oak. I mean, yeah. that that's crazy. That crazy. So that is what folks. That's what kind of turned the industry to looking more at the American oak. And now, where are we, right? It, it it's a marriage because, like you said, the We're bourbon industry. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's it's also it's not just about a growth thing. It's about a flavor thing. And, and we know that over the last five years, we've come to learn that. We know what the difference between in a European or Span, you know Spanish-European right. oak uh, compared to an American oak. And if we want to stretch this even further, a Japanese oak, which is no, completely no. and utterly yet another beast, right? Yep. Right. Um, so that's the type, right? Those are really the only two that we're gonna get, Definitely right? Yeah. Two types you're not making oak, You're not making barrels out of any other wood, are you, Andrew? Not for whiskey.
2: Definitely not for scotch. Um, other whiskeys can't allow. You can try, you know, do some peach, peach wood, wood or, or whatever. Or whatever.
3: But for the most part, a lot of, many of them are too porous. I mean, you're, you're talking yeah, about a you're, lot you're of, leaking. Uh, yeah.
0: A lot of wood isn't suitable for containing liquid. <laughs> right.
3: And, or it, it gives you an off flavor.
0: Boys, we got some
1: super so, chats here.
3: Oh, 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 what's going on here in the background? Richie Z. yeah, okay, Richie, always, Z, thank, you Cheers, thank you very much. Thank
1: you. And we got one more. And Bob Johnson, Bob Johnson, who
0: owes his Scotch Journey to Scotch for Dummies. Damn mm. right, man. Well, cheers,
1: Bob. man. Thank awesome. you very awesome. much. Bob, I got tell am. you, that is... You our ears. so
3: glad you're on the journey with us because I mean, it is that yeah, we're journey. still on the journey <laughs> we're still on a journey i mean that's
1: exactly what we're doing We I decided hope... to go on the journey and just start filming it. Yep. Yep. i hope the... you're
3: making friends in the chat because honestly there are a ton of great whiskey drinkers in this chat that that can teach us all something and we're learning as much as sharing and yeah. yeah. join our discord
1: channel because there's even more discussions going that's true yeah way of... more than what we can do so yep
3: um, so
0: i think that would influence, I mean, there's there's only a few types that you're generally going to see. To me, the size of the cask is extremely important. It's, it's,
3: um,
0: because we've had, and we even got into some casks that I was like, I've never seen one of those. A, uh, what was the, blood, the tub? blood tub? Yeah, it's like a 60 liter cask.
2: It's small. I don't know why they call it a blood tub. I'm
0: sure there's I'm a medieval reason
2: for it. I'm afraid to know
0: why you call <laughs> that a the pig tub. and a sheep. <laughs> take this blood tub and catch the head when they yes. get it off.
2: The blood tub, is, <laughs> blood tub holds a typical a quantity a from sheep. a cow when you slaughter it. Yeah, I don't know if that's right or not. but So, anyway, um, so the size is important now. The key next week is what's in it. So, when you get to a, a, a cask that has a significant amount of Influence from the previous liquid, it almost doesn't matter how big it is, because that coating or the amount of liquid that's left in there is going to influence the flavor so much more than than the wood. Than the wood will. So if you go two hundred liter or five hundred liter, it's much more efficient to put in a five hundred liter cask rather than in a two and a half smaller casks.
3: So I want to stop you right there, mm-hmm. and I want you to translate that for everybody at home. Into consumer speak, because that's a really important point, folks. Especially when you're researching a bottle on the shelf or researching a bottle from something like the SMWS. Go back you, to that
2: picture of the cask, and you see this
3: tells you everything. You see this initial cask, and you see final cask, and you're like, okay, so this that. should be good. Okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay. It you need to understand what Andrew just said about it's not just about the size. The size has something to do about it but it's also about what was in it before and how many times was it in it before Before, you you start thinking about these things and you're like, it changes. If you don't know that you're really kind of taking best guesses where if you do understand that you can make some really wise purchases off the shelf by reading what's where, where, where it's been, what it's been in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so (laughs) what, so Drew's trying to bring up a, a slide here of
1: this yeah that's it a, a, Cask f- in a, a row four different casks no that's not it Gosh, <laughs>
2: that's, that's why it. i too many tabs so he's falling apart so I, i'm days. a manufacturer i got i gotta take a million whisk, a liters of whiskey nope. a
0: year no up, no 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 cask in a row that one it's yeah. a picture
2: yeah that's what you did. did no it's not oh, there you go <laughs> all right so what you'll see here is a bourbon barrel 200 liters all the way to the left is a is a sherry butt 500 liters so I can either put my liquid in one sherry butt or two and a half bourbon barrels. Which do you think is going to be easier to store and handle? So handling, admittedly, the sherry butt's going to be really, really heavy. So you're talking... But I'm 1, and My employer pays me. In it's, stash. It's, a, it's a thousand pounds to move that sherry butt, and it's going to sit there though for 20 years. But right? you, you're,
1: you yeah, you're, you're looking for longevity here, and you're talking about getting a lot of flavors.
2: Well, and and, and a long it's just the the number, of, the share number share of influences. Yeah, if, okay. if it's coated in sherry, then you get all the licks from, from the smell. sherry. There may be even like liters of sherry left in that barrel. So, so efficiency wise, I want to use sherry butts as much as possible because I have to, I need fewer of them. And the volume to surface area ratio, yeah, you got that,
1: but you're but you're, you're, but you're looking this. for a certain flavor profile with that exactly.
2: So that's the efficiency. Now, again, five hundred liter of barreled spirit, you know, that's at sixty percent ABV, give or take. Now I dilute that down to forty percent. That's a lot of bottles of whiskey out mm-hmm. I mean, that one butt. Right. True. So you know if you're cheap and you want to only make uh, only
0: create volume but well, you want flavor I, I don't know that it's necessarily time. a cheap thing it's an efficiency thing yeah. you know i mean at the end of the day a whiskey distillery is a business It is. you know they've got to maximize space they've got to maximize their employees time they've got to maximize you know <laughs> so what they're getting out of that as far as product goes
3: and, but it's it's actually more it's also Cost of the casks, where you're sourcing your Justin, casks. I are. That same question. Yep. Um, that's a good
2: question, Justin. I
3: don't know the price. Oh, right. So, a, a lot comes into that. So, if you want to take it to the next <laughs> part of the conversation, though, and the size and stuff, let's talk about the difference. And uh, we were, that's tonight's conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to mix part one and yep. part two because there's, there's yep. a lot to talk about, you guys, and it's hard not to blend the two together. But it is. We've already gone into the fact that. American oak, the the American standard barrel, the ASB, that's kind of where it all starts. Mm-hmm. That That's the guy, right? We know what the size of that is. You can pull that graphic up. That's got the, how much they hold, right? So we've got this American standard barrel and all bourbons going into this thing one time. What do we do after it one time? Happened. Well, the Scotch, yeah, this is great. The Scotch industry is like, shit, we'll buy those barrels. Cheap. so and we'll buy them cheap
2: because you know you got well, a million of them
3: I, I can tell you as a as a consumer an
0: aftermarket consumer when i bought the barrels that you're sitting on yeah sitting doing, it was 90 bucks a
3: barrel there you go delivered 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 here right now let, let's be realistic folks the romantic what you envision how these things are purchased is not how it goes no, no. A, a distillery buys a bunch of used bourbon barrels from from america they're deconstructed and shipped over in staves okay so it's not like they're shipping over barrels. That's totally it's inefficient. A, it's, a, yeah. it's very I mean, inefficient, It's a lot of wasted. Waste. <laughs> so they break them down. They ship them over. And once they get there, what do they do with these staves, Andrew? They don't turn. They don't just rebuild them into nope. a American standard barrels. Nope. They take these staves and it, it blows my mind that they figured this out because it's it's a, they they actually know how big they could make it before it started to leak in and that's where they stopped and when they stopped they called it hogshead Hogshead. right
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep so you take you, you take the staves of what 1.2 or something barrels and you just take a bigger ring you put them all together and you you just exp, you don't exp, you don't make it any longer you just make it a larger diameter right you add more Worthy. staves to
3: it so and how now, much more does it hold pull that graphic like, back up. It, it'll it be 25
2: percent more and maybe it's 10% more staves.
3: Yeah, the interesting thing is is if you really look at the shape of a stave from an American standard barrel, I wish you guys could see these benches that were – these seats were sitting on. Sean made them out of a barrel. You know, the the stave actually has a little bit of a – of an angle built into it you know when you look at actually five or something? if you look at our bottle hangers that we sell on our website we those are literally cross sections of a bourbon stave an American standard barrel okay. right there so you can see this little bit of an angle on the sides Is what, closer, yeah they these, this little angle on the sides that's a stave It's they fit Perfect in an American Standard Barrel. Well, when they get over to Scotland, they actually build it out a little bit bigger. These angles don't fit perfect. So just the ends of them are, are, are butting up. And they figured out that if you go too big, it'll start leaking. But if you keep it at the right, you know, so they were able to make them bend just a little just bit. Just a wee more. bit, right? You know, and <laughs> so it just amazes me that they've done that. And now they're getting, you said, 25% more yield out of that. it, right? Which is, smart it, it, very yeah. smart and oh, it's a so effective
1: so, so it's a hybrid in a sense it is. it is
3: yeah it really is but it's i think the american standard barrel is it, it sets sort of a baseline that's kind of where it all starts for yep. the vast majority of them then now don't get me wrong i know we've got our port pipes we've got our sherry butts we've got our quarter casks um those are all different but um there's so much in the american standard barrel yeah, I, I mean, that's,
0: that's where, I mean, a lot of the aging is in the American standard barrel Yes, and then they're transferring to, to something else. That's probably a more expensive barrel for
1: finishing, finishing. Yes. So right. So when it comes to scotch maturation, there's, we'll talk more on part two next week, but this is just the beginning decision making.
3: Yeah. Man, this is just the wood and the, bar- and the, well, and the shape of the barrel. And, the size and a lot of the barrel of this
1: is the of volume. Which right. is what are trying to if, do? If
0: you're a distillery, you may be locked into contracts with different producers that are, you know, I mean, I've seen stuff that said, you know, we're locked in with this company for the next hundred years. Wow. You know, there are sherry cast producer I'm for a hundred years. And so, I mean, you get some of that where you know this contract was signed by my grandfather. You know, I—that's where we get our barrels from. Yeah. Until well, you know twenty forty seven, the right. contracts up and then we can talk again. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but so, it
1: also depends on. I think uh, Don said about about your your environment. What. What's the readily availability of well, certain climate, barrels? Climate, climate. Can be part yeah, for sure. sure. And, and he price. I mean, there. so you, you you may go into something saying, how, What do we have back here? What can we put together? Yeah. What can we import right now? Yeah. What can we get?" And those are all decision making. Well, and Scotch on the
0: Bayou pointed out that Spain doesn't ship in bulk barrels anymore, right. and hasn't for a while. No, you know the barrels that they're aging, you know sherry casks in, like those casks are produced. <laughs> For the scotch industry. Yeah, it's they're, a they're, product unto itself. Yeah. Right. They yeah. create
2: a barrel, they put sherry yeah. in it. To they they let it, it
0: sit to soak the sherry and, into the wood. And, and then let's they be honest, that's the not sherry off. they're bottling no.
3: for the table. No. And they're about they're they're using it. it gets used. It gets distilled down into something else or whatever, but it's it's not it's it's shade. main its main
0: purpose is to season the barrel with right. that flavor. And right. they ship the barrel to Scotland,
3: yeah. right?
0: So yep, there's a there's a lot that goes into that barrel before it ever gets to you know. I mean, they've got to cut those trees down, dry that wood for years before they can turn it into staves, right? And so
2: it's a minimum minimum six months in open air before they can use them for.
3: Bags. Some of them will will kiln, you know, heat them and dry them, but I mean, but that's, then they
0: still need to stay outside for six months, yep.
3: Right, and then. It well, has if to be if it's an
0: American standard barrel, you're talking about aging that stuff for several years with bourbon in it before they can dump that bourbon out yeah. and ship it across the ocean right. for it to end up in Scotch. So I mean you're talking five, six years from yeah. the time they cut that tree down yep. until it ends up in
1: Scotland Correct. with
3: Scotch. At minimum. So, yeah. so when when yeah, could you pull that one graphic up as a chart? drew which one so it, it's uh, it's basically yes right there that this is this one ahead. so when we yeah when cask we pull maturation. this thing up we're talking about maturing through through a cask there's there's a few terms that are used that i actually learned in researching this um and interesting stuff so there's three different types of maturation there's one called a sub- subtractive uh, maturation and additive and an interactive and what you see is the red line is the subtractive, where basically the oak ma- maturing in the oak barrel is pulling away the distillery characteristic. The bad, the, or the bad stuff. The, yeah, it's it's pulling out that distillate, that bad flavoring of distillate. If you've ever it's had sponges. white lightning right off of the still, it you'll notice anything like right. the whiskey. That it, you're that's what but. that first, that's what they call subtractive maturation. It's pulling that off. Then at a certain point in time, you start having what's called an additive maturation, where now the wood is influencing the flavor. It's starting to add character and flavor to it, whether it's been sherry seasoned or whatever. It's starting to put back into it. And the point is that what they want to find is an interactive maturation where you've got a combination of the distillate, and the, the wood yeah. and then you get this you get that's when that's when a guy uh, our master blender or distiller manager wants to pull it that now that's where my my sweet spot is so that it's, it's to interesting to see how this works and when you talk about that subtractive maturation and that additive maturation you need to start looking into the charring and we'll talk about that next yep. week like you yeah. said because talking about subtractive that char is it's a important. filter. It's a huge it's a filter, carbon right? Filter. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine when, you know, I see, you say filter. I see my, my, you know, furnace filter. But charcoal, how can that be a filter? What What's that do? How does that filter something? That I organics out. We'll talk I want, about. Yeah, I want Dr. Scott mm. to educate me on that. Hey, KB!
2: KB! KB. Cheers, brother. Cheers, too that bad guy that guy's Mr. Right? Fisherman. Yep, and, and too bad he doesn't have a picture. I mean, nobody's ever taken a picture of this guy.
0: Um. I'm out. So I think that was a very good initial kickoff yep. of our talk about casks. There's a ton of information. Like all of this stuff directly influences what do you think 40% of the flavor that you end up Oh my in, God. minimum whiskey. Minimum. Yeah. Or so, 70%. You know, the decisions that they're making about, you know, where they're sourcing these casks from, how big the casks are, how long they're leaving this whiskey in the cask directly affects. In a significant way what you end up with as a consumer at the end Absolutely. That, that's
2: why you know at a distillery you got a master blender and then right under them is the master of wood because sourcing that because again you've got to you've got to put your your money up multiple years before you actually get that barrel because right. you gotta you gotta put your Put your chit in
1: to get it right. i do want to say and give a shout out to whiskey.com um I always, yep. whatever his name is he, he he's the one of puts horse. Some, horse yeah yeah, yeah put, horse. It, it's his site where we use some of the images for he does a great job he's really in-depth a- analogy if you want more information on this you should go to his site whiskey.com
3: yeah he is he really did a very thorough job of talking about wood and casks yep. um and there's a ton of information Right, yep. um, but in, in all honesty, forty percent I think is undershooting it. Yeah, I, probably, I, it's probably yeah, it's fifty to sixty okay. percent. You guys, if if you want to know what's going to influence your whiskey, it's that barrel and what was in it before, and how it was charred or toasted. And we'll get into all that good stuff next week. So <laughs> tune
0: in next week. We've got a really fun, uh, a full show lined up for next week as well.
3: So yep. all right, God, guys, good show tonight. Yeah, Have fun. Thank you, KB, for the, the super chat. Super Thanks, chat. For Thanks chat. everybody, for joining us? Justin, thank you so much for the blind. That was really fun earlier. Um, That was very interesting, and yeah. it was a challenge. It was. I think it put us up against the road. It. Yeah, it was a good yep. time. If you want to talk to us between now and next Thursday,
0: Discord's the way to do it. Bingo. All
1: right, guys. Cheers, cheers guys. Cheers. Thanks for nice watching, guys. Well, love y'all. We'll see you.